This is Deep Dive. I'm Sui. Last year, vocational schools across China admitted 5.4 million high school graduates. That represents more than half of the total annual admissions into higher education, which amounts to 10 million. However, the vocational pathway still doesn't seem to be an ideal option for many Chinese families. Personally, I think people go to vocational schools because they don't have any other options. If someone's grades are good enough for university, they wouldn't choose a vocational school. People don't say this out loud, but I think we believe so. Meanwhile, graduates from some of the top-tier vocational schools are highly sought after by recruiters across various industries. How did vocational schools lose favor among the general public? With this year's enrollment season underway, what efforts have they made to regain the trust of the public? I spoke with CGTN radio reporter Guo Yan for more. This episode is brought to you on Friday, June 30th. So Guo Yan, first tell us about the high-tech vocational school you just visited. Did students tell you why they chose to study there? Because I'm curious, how many of them told you they voluntarily gave up college education and chose to study there? The school I visited is one of the top vocational schools in Beijing. It has a strong competitive edge in STEM courses, which means science, technology, and engineering. Recently, it has started to team up with tech firms such as Baidu, which is a search engine giant in China, to cultivate skilled workers in autonomous driving and drones manufacturing. Mm. And I think one thing that is worth mentioning here is that the school is located in Daxing area. Mm. Daxing area is a um, new development area in Beijing and is also a main hub for autonomous driving in China. Mm. I guess that's one of the reasons why the school decided to open courses on autonomous driving and driverless cars manufacturing. Mm. Perhaps because this school can enjoy more resources in the field in the future. Mm. And also, I regarding to your question, uh, why students choose to study the major, I spoke with some students at Beijing Polytechnic who major in ICV technology. You know ICV, mm, Intelligent Connected Vehicles. Mm-hmm or in other words, smart vehicle manufacturing. Mm. These students believe that the rapid development of smart cars in China will generate more job opportunities in the future for them. Mm. And uh, when they choose this major, they think it's an emerging sector. And uh, the job prospect is top on their agenda. Job prospects were my top concern when choosing a major. Luckily, I found that the skills I learned in my first year at the school, such as computer programming, will be very useful for my future career. Artificial intelligence will play a bigger role in our society, and we will see robots replacing human labor in many industries. Robotic machines like driverless cars will make our lives easier in the future. We are the first class of this major. I like new and innovative things. The outlook for this sector is promising. However, it's clear that I need to put in a lot of effort to constantly improve my skills, and the courses are more difficult than I expected. So let's talk about job prospect. What's the outlook for the students? Can they land a good job soon after graduation? Or maybe pursuing further education is a more popular path? Actually, I talked with some uh, representatives from Baidu, this tech giant. Mm -hmm. One of them told me that the Baidu opened a new division, the Apollo Autonomous Driving 
network.、Mm. They want to recruit more young people who can work for them. One of the the representatives is named Xie Heng. He is the education industry manager of Baidu Intelligent. Transportation business unit. He told me that his company and the school have worked together to create courses that focus on teaching the students the ins and outs of Apollo's autonomous driving platform. And upon graduation, students will have the opportunity to work for his company, not just for his company, but also for their suppliers or manufacturers in the industrial chain. And also from the perspective of the schools. I spoke with some、uh, teachers who is in charge of admission of the school. He told me that in the future there will be increasing demands from tech companies like Baidu. Last year, they enrolled a class of twenty-five students, and they may need to further increase the number of enrollments because they are unable to meet the industry's demand for the moment. And with the increasing deployment of vehicles in the market in big cities in China, the demand for skilled professionals will also grow. Therefore, one of the teachers told me this is a highly promising profession. And also, I, I would like to look at this matter from a broader perspective, judging from a macro scope. The、uh, a survey by the China Talent Research Association shows that by the end of 2025, there will be a shortage of 37,000 talents in the field of ICV manufacturing.、Mm-hmm. And to meet the demand, I guess there will be more opportunities generated for young people.、Mm-hmm. I mean, let's check the history a little bit. When did China's vocational education start? Was there ever a period when vocational education was more popular in China? Vocational education in China has a long history. Actually,、uh, back in the mid 19th century, in 1866, a bunch of entrepreneurs, in intellectuals, and senior officials of the government at that time in Qing Dynasty, they established a shipbuilding institution in Fujian Province、mm-hmm. to cultivate workers to assemble ships and、uh, in the field of navigation. And it's very interesting is that this school was established in 1866, which is right after the Opium Wars. And since then, the government officials realized the importance of build a strong naval force. I guess that's one of the reasons why they established vocational schools to train. Talents and skilled workers in shipbuilding industry.、Mm-hmm. Speaking of the fast development of vocational education, one thing we have to mention is in back in 1950s when China started to implement its first five-year plan. The five-year plan in China is very important. They are a series of initiatives by Chinese top policymakers to set target for the country's economic growth、mm. and social development in five years. Back in 1950s, Chinese government started to implement its first five-year plan to boost its heavy industries. It learned a lot from Soviet Union. At that time, Soviet Union was one of the major superpowers、mm-hmm. in terms of manufacturing industry.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, at that time, China introduced over 150 important projects from Soviet Union to develop its manufacturing sectors, such as coal mining,、mm-hmm. petroleum, and、uh, chemistry. And at that time, there was a strong need for skilled workers. In such industries, 
at that time, the vocational education experienced a very fast growth in, during that period. When China decided to open its door to the rest of the world, uh, a lot of companies and investors from uh, other countries came to China, and they set up offices and even headquarters in big cities such as Beijing, Shanghai, and Guangzhou. And they opened some new hotels and uh, multinational companies. They thus they need more workers, skilled workers to work for them. Mm. At that time, the vocational education developed faster. I think um, another time or very good time for vocational education to develop is now mm -hmm. because the emerging sectors are flourishing in China, such as autonomous driving and um, drones making. The skilled professionals, especially in high-tech sector, are in high demand for the moment. But at the same time, over the years, we did see people's perception towards a vocational education changed, particularly after the 1990s. So let's dig a little deeper. I think one of the reasons of all this is the so-called degree anxiety, which means young people feel their future is destined to look abysmal if they don't have a college degree at all. So does it tell the whole story when it comes to why vocational education is uh, less popular today? Speaking of degree anxiety, I think one big reason is the surge in college enrollment. And students nowadays face a tougher job market when they graduate because college enrollment has surged over the past two decades. Here, I have to mention a very important event or a watershed event in China's education system, which occurred in the year 1999. Mm -hmm. At that time, universities and colleges across China started to expand their enrollment plan as the country tried to boost its economic growth and increase employment. Mm -hmm. As a result, data from China's education ministry show that the gross enrollment ratio for tertiary school in China reached nearly 60% in 2022. By contrast, the ratio was less than 10% in 1988. You can see how many college graduates we have over the past few decades. Mm. And every coin has two sides. The positive side is that as the school in expand their enrollments, more young people have access to higher education. But the other side of the coin is that upon graduation, many students may find themselves become victims of a phenomenon called degree inflation. Mm -hmm. Because there are too many students that acquire bachelor's degree or master's degree. Right. While as more and more students choose to study in universities and colleges, fewer and fewer of them would choose to study in vocational schools. Therefore, the opportunities for vocational education to grow and flourish were largely squeezed by the expansion of universities and colleges. Apart from, I mean, college graduates, how are vocational graduates perceived on the job market today? According to some employers I've spoken with, they would like to hire vocational school students because some of the employers told me that they cooperated with some vocational schools in Beijing. And uh, when the students are at school, they receive courses and the courses were designed by the employers mm. of that companies. Then after graduation, the students could easily get used to the workplace. Mm -hmm. That's a very practical view held by the employers of the companies. They do need some skilled workers, skilled professionals who can do real work 
For example, for the car makers, they need someone who can assemble cars effectively, rather than someone who knows everything about Isaac Newton's laws of motions. Right. Right.、Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. That's、uh, from the perspective of employers that would rather hire targeted trained graduates than those.、Um, Uh, who have just experienced general education, but at the same time, from the perspective of the providers、mm-hmm. of a vocational education, how do they keep up with the demand of the job market? Some of the schools have been putting their finger on the pulse of new trend、mm-hmm. by sending their teachers to tech firms. For example,、uh, in the school I visited, they send their teachers to、uh, tech firms to work with frontline workers. In the company,、mm. and then after like one month or two, they will bring what they have learned in the company back to the classroom、mm. and teach the knowledge and information to their students. Thus, they can keep their students abreast with the first-hand information in the industry. That will definitely benefit for their future career. It's very interesting. Now I know the system is quite mature. They have a quite successful. Model when it comes to how to train and how to keep up with the market, but at the same time we do see this imbalance of perception towards vocational education, even prejudice.、Mm-hmm. So how long does it take to change people's perceptions towards vocational education? We know some might argue it has something to do with the fundamentals of a society. For example, for those、uh, post-industrial societies like、uh, Nordic countries. Well, it takes time. For Chinese people to get rid of that prejudice, and speaking of Nordic countries, Nordic countries like Norway and Sweden, they、mm-hmm. started their process of industrialization way earlier than China.、Mm-hmm. So their vocational education also began earlier than China.、Mm-hmm. It takes time. It really takes time for them to develop. And China actually, China's vocational education was put on a faster track recently. I think is I'm very confident that this vocational education will will keep up with the the steps of the Western countries in the future. But it takes time. Rome wasn't built in a day anyway,、mm-hmm. and、uh, also there's a traditional value in China which persisted over a thousand years. In Chinese, 万般皆下品，唯有读书高、mm-hmm. Vocational education,、uh, in English, that is all trades and occupations. Are inferior to academic study,、mm-hmm. uh, which means because vocational education often reminds people of manual labor rather than intellectual、mm-hmm. high level or some high end works.、Mm-hmm. So I think it takes time for the parents in China to change their idea towards、um, vocational education. But the good news is that. I did see some parents already change their attitudes、mm. towards this education. I talked with a friend last year. I remember that was a very interesting conversation. He has two sons.、Uh, the guy has a very decent job in a public institution,、mm. and he graduated from one of the top universities in China.、Mm. The other day, he told me that at least one of his sons would go to a vocational school.、Mm. I was a little surprised. I thought he would like to send both of his kids to some prestigious universities in Beijing,、um, judging from his own educational background. But he told me that he would prefer to let his children、uh, have better opportunities to successfully enter into the job market.
Mm. I think that's one of the um, good examples that Chinese parents, especially those born in 1980s and 1990s, have changed their views gradually change their views towards vocational education. Mm. So lastly, from the perspective of the government, we know the Chinese government is trying to promote vocational education, not mm. just an alternative to college education, but as a mainstay career path for mm. young people. So what's your suggestion for them to change the perception, change even the prejudice of students, parents, and uh, employers to the system? I think one thing that is very important is that to ensure that graduates from vocational schools have the same opportunities, share the fair environment in the workforce, and also to they are able to earn respect from the public. Judging from the prejudice we have talked about,、mm-hmm. um, actually Chinese authorities have already taken actions. Chinese lawmakers voted to adopt a re- revision to the vocational education law last year, and the revision stipulates that vocational education is just as important as general education. And、uh, the revised law also encourages companies to participate in vocational education. It promises to award the enterprises for industry education integration and deepening cooperation with schools to improve the recognition of vocational education. The law calls for measures to raise the social status and treatment of technical personnel. Uh, which I think is a very positive sign to the development of China's vocational education, and also China is undergoing an unprecedented transformation in its manufacturing sector,、mm-hmm. and China tries to move up the industrial chain. When China moves up the industrial chain, a lot of things can change,、mm-hmm. and these changes will also bring a lot of opportunities for younger generations. And by the end of 2021, the number of skilled talents in China has surpassed 200 million, and more than 60 million were highly skilled professionals. Skilled talents account for 26 percent of the total employed population. This signals a trend in which. China needs more young talents in emerging sectors.、Mm. China has been actively promoting vocational education as part of its efforts to shift from relying on its large population, which is referred to as the population dividend、mm. we have mentioned for so many years,、right. to harnessing the potential of a skilled and well-educated workforce, which is referred to as the talent dividend.、Mm. So I think. Vocational school will play a very important role in this transformation. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Deep Dive. Director Xun Bingqi from the 21st Century Education Research Institute has been promoting the rebalance of the focus between academic and vocational education. If you look at the demand for talents in society, only 10% is for academic talents. And the remaining 90% is for those with technical skills. In recent years, China has seen a rapid growth in green technology industries, electronic consumer products, and a key breakthrough in commercial aircraft development. As a result, the demand for graduates from vocational schools is expected to continue expanding. If you like what just heard, don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform. Just search for Deep Dive. 
can also leave comments to tell us what you want to know about China and beyond. This episode is brought to you by me, Sui, and my colleagues Fei Fei, Li Yunqi, Qi Zhi, and Zhang Zhang. Special thanks to CGTN radio reporter Guo Yan. I will see you in the next one.